Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I'm your co-host, Dallas Montague, and here in the studio today, we have an awesome guest, Todd Jennings, and he is the host of another podcast called Song Verse Ministries. And so, Todd, I'm so glad to have you here today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm doing great. And, you know, Todd Jennings, that's, that's my name. But the people on the actual podcast know me as Rocking Odd Todd, just so you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Rocking Odd Todd. All right. Well, it's great to have you here today, Rocking Odd Todd. <laughs> right. <laughs> and can you just tell us, what has God been doing in your life lately during this pandemic? I know it's been crazy for a lot of our listeners and a lot of our guests, but what has God been teaching you in this time lately? Well, you know, one of the crazy things is, so me and my wife have five children, and so in March, when everything really kind of locked down, um, uh, my my degree is in education, but I never really went into the teaching field, but I was kind of thrust into the teaching uh, role as, you know, being a part-time teacher for our kids here at home, and you know, anytime you're you're thrown into that role, not only as a teacher, but as a parent as well, it's interesting what God teaches you about your relationship with him. Because, you know, being a father, I really see what it's like to be loving, frustrated, all of those, you know, feelings that are kind of back and forth and, and kind of struggling a little bit with each other. It, it's It's really interesting to see how you start looking at your relationship with God the same way. And you're like, you know, he probably gets really upset with me when I don't listen here or when I don't do what I'm told <laughs> here. And, and, you know, it's, it, but it's, but it's really cool. It's like, you know, parenthood in, in general has been like that, that it's just, it's a learning experience to really not only learn who your kids are, but also expound on your relationship with, with our creator at the same time. Where are you located at? So we are down in, in Florida on the Atlantic coast. We're right down here near Cape Canaveral. So we can watch all of those crazy SpaceX rockets go off right That's from our awesome. front yard. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. If you're That's if, a great if, place if, to be. Yeah, if you ever come down here, the night launches are the ones to look for. You know, when that glare and stuff goes right up there off of the, the river, it just lights up the entire sky at night. It's pretty, pretty wild to see, so. And how often do they do those launches? Man, they, they how do. How many have you been able to see? They do quite a few now. Um, it almost seems like there's at least two or three a month. But, you know, there for a while, it was kind of a, you know, a little bit of a drought as far as some, some rockets going up. But it seems like in the past one, the past two, two I guess the past two to three years, um, you know, when SpaceX has really kind of gotten involved, it seems like rockets are going up quite often. So 
So it, it happens quite a bit, and sometimes you forget, and next thing you know, your house is shaking. It's like, oh, we got to go outside and watch the <laughs> rocket go up. <laughs> you guys get to witness history firsthand. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Really neat. All right. And Todd, well, again, thanks for being here. And now if you can share a little bit of your testimony for our listeners today. Sure. So, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, I grew up in the church, but it really wasn't until like age 14 that, you know, it, it, it's weird. So I'm in song and verse ministries now talking about music and relating that to faith and scripture and, you know, just my walk with the Lord. But it was really kind of music that brought me to that point. Um, I was very much into hard rock and, you know, heavy metal back in the late 80s, early 90s. And there was a Christian band, a Christian hard rock band that was performing at our church, which was really kind of taboo even back then, you know, even being a Christian in, in the world of rock. But in that concert, I, I can quite honestly tell you that the Lord spoke to my heart and was just, there was so much truth, you know, coming off the stage and I was just touched. I was, I, I knew that it was real. I knew that, that the, um, the call to salvation, um, you know, through Christ, the, the, the bridge between our, our creator and us, I just knew that it was Jesus Christ. And so I took that, um, took the declaration of faith and, you know, like a lot of, other Christians out there, I really struggled for a while. Um, it was a new, you know, a, a new endeavor. And, and quite honestly, the, 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 the biblical roots were not as as readily available for me at that point. And the, the church and things of that nature was a little, little less biblical and just a little more country clubbish. And I, you know, I hate to say that it's about the place that I grew up, but at the same time, being honest, I wasn't quite able to grow in the same manner, but as high school and college and, you know, the rest of my life progressed, I was able to really plug into some outlets at like the Baptist Student Union in college or, you know, specific churches and small groups and really, really start to expound on my faith and really figure out that this is a journey and, you know, we are being restored and healed on a daily basis. And as long as we keep that interaction and that communication going between us and, and the Father, you know, look out. He, he, he'll he use you for, for many, many different purposes. And it's all just a matter of, of listening and, you know, walking that baby step, you know, type walk on a daily basis and just hear from him and, and apply what, what he wants you to do. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Why do we want to change so much around us? Is it because we're so dissatisfied with ourselves or others, or is it just plain boredom? Were we rejected at some early stage in life, and since then, a habit of obsessive change is formed? What we have now is a reaction. Whenever we get feelings of rejection, we criticize ourselves. In Saleh Amici's newly released book, Make Friends With Yourself, she walks through her own journey and expresses how Jesus brought her to self-acceptance through his love, embrace, and so much more. Buy this book on Amazon today. Done unto you according to your faith. This is one of God's promises to us, that when we come to him in prayer, we believe that we receive that which we ask for. Without doubt, it shall be yours. 
This promise of ask, believe, and receive. Mark chapter 11, 22-24. According to your faith, let it be done unto you, is a short ebook that reveals the power of God's promises about receiving by faith, filled with scriptures, guiding you on letting go of any cares or concerns that you may be facing in your life, and casting them to God in prayer by trusting He is able to take care of you. Get your copy today. May God bless and keep you. I think that kind of gives you a little bit of a, you know, overview of it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I have one more question about your testimony. Sure. Growing up, you said that you gave your life to Christ at a kind of a young age. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, were your parents Christians as well? How did they react to that change in your life? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, we grew up in the church and it, there okay. wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, some, uh, something that they were against or anything like that. It, it was actually, you know, I, I think they would probably tell you that they, they saw a transformation in me at that time. Um, you know, it, it wasn't really that I was ever a bad kid. I'm, I'm one of those boring <laughs> testimonies in the fact that I was never a 180 away from the church or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was probably just a little, uh, a, a few paths here and there that I tried to dabble in instead of staying on that straight and narrow but it was never one of these um, rebellious, you know, crazy mantras where I, I had like some epiphany and, and woke up one morning mm-hmm. and and just knew that things were, were wrong and I needed to straighten them out. It was more of a correction that was a smaller degree than like some full circle, if that makes sense. And so, no, that they, they, you know, family, uh, mentors, I was really, you know, privileged and honored to be raised in not only a Christian household, but have Christian friends and mentors along the way. So it was really, you know, a good experience as a child. Yeah. That relationship makes a lot of difference growing up, having those people that you can lean on and bounce ideas off of and walk together. I think that's so important. Absolutely. And, And I try to do my best, you know, to be that for young, younger folks as well, you know. I know the and that will lead that. us into your podcast and this ministry that you're working with, Song and Verse Ministries. And so can you just give us a brief description? What is this ministry that you've been working with lately? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I really felt called by God to start writing a blog about two, two and a half years ago, something like that, about Alice Cooper. And really, really odd because, quite frankly— I wasn't an Alice Cooper fan, so to speak. I liked Alice Cooper's music. I was introduced to it, you know, late late 80s, early 90s, and really enjoyed it. But but I had never really looked deep into any of that stuff. And to make a long story short, I started writing it and noticing that his story was like this prodigal tale of, you know, rocker gone crazy, so to speak, and then back to his roots as a Christian, because he was raised in a Christian home as well. And so I just started writing about that and pouring that out. And the more I started noticing that, you know, I can take Alice songs and bring them to verses, I really started to feel like the Lord was starting to really say, hey, look, this can be applied to all genres. This can be applied. And, And the narrative of humanity, so to speak, the narrative of God and creation and who he is, 
is inherently written into us all. We, we were created by him. So we're all kind of seeking and looking for ways to fill that, you know, that, that cliche or that, uh, you know, quote unquote, God shaped hole in our heart. And, you know, we try to fill it with so many different earthly items and many of those are detrimental to us. And so there's this narrative that goes across all genres, all people, all walks of life, all humanity, that we're all searching for God. And, you know, we express that a little differently, uh, you know, throughout music and art and, you know, dance, literature, all these different ways we express those things. And I really noticed that, you know, there's a way to bring scripture to those things and actually point to what the struggle is and what people are really looking for and really try to give a biblical basis to some of that as well. And it's not to say that, hey, you know, um, the Whitney Houston song, Greatest Love of All, was actually pointing to Christ because, you know, she's really talking about the love of, of, of yourself and really, you know, knowing the power that's within you. Well, that's not that's not the greatest love of all, so to speak. Let me tell you what the greatest love of all. And it's not to downplay Whitney Houston or bash any artists or anything of that nature. That's not what we're about. But at the same time, it's to give the actual narrative that we see in truth to a song that was written as well. Am I making sense? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, I have another question kind of a little bit deeper into that. Sure. When... Can you just take us through the process of an episode? So what is it like? You take a song and you kind of break it down. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Sure. So usually what we do is we have a guest on almost all podcast episodes. Um, and, you know, I really kind of leave it up to the guest. And, and we talk, you know, so so to give you an idea, we've had like singer songwriters. We've had people that have worked in the music industry. Um, we've had a, a gentleman that works for a copywriting company in Nashville. Uh, We've actually had musicians on the show. And what I really like to try to get from them, and most in 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 every case so far, they've all been Christians. Now I'm open to talking to anybody, you know, Mm -hmm. about anything. Of course, I'm always going to bring the narrative, you know, back to to the Bible. And so we're going to talk a little bit about faith. But I always ask that guest, hey, let's talk a little bit about your journey. And were there ever any songs along the way? that you know and usually it's a secular song we're talking about i i want to know Mm -hmm. before you made that declaration of faith was there a song that you listened to that was like you know what this really makes me want to look closer or you know really try to figure out who god actually is and and something in that manner and it doesn't always have to be a secular song but it's just it's sort of what we're really trying to do is start the narrative with not only believers, but unbelievers as well, and speak the language that, that, you know, that they speak, so to speak, and then try to bring them to God's word through that. Um, You know, in Acts 17, I really feel like um, it's a good description of where Paul walks in, and he's seeing all these Greek philosophers around, and he kind of uses their own words to bring them to the unknown God, so to speak, you know, quote unquote. And it's really kind of that same, that same narrative. It's, it's, it's like when Paul walked into that Greek arena and had to almost talk to them on a philosophical level so that he could share Christ with them. And so that's really kind of where we're at, so to speak, and and what this is really about, um, speaking the language, quote unquote, of music uh, in order to 
to, you know, uh, bring Christ to the forefront, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for me, living in Brazil, mm -hmm. I don't speak Portuguese, but the whole country does. Right. Only 10% speaks English. And so what's so great about music is it oversees all languages, mm -hmm. you know? Even if a, a song is in Portuguese or English or Spanish or whatever, you can feel the beat and the rhythm, and music is that, is that thing that communicates through all languages. Definitely. And mm -hmm. It's a great avenue to reach people for the gospel. And I do want to point out, a few minutes ago you mentioned that you might maybe have a boring testimony. And I want to say that I don't think that's true mm -hmm. because I don't know if any testimony is boring because every time someone gives their life to Christ, the angels celebrate in heaven, right? Absolutely. It's such a great thing. Absolutely. And, and, I, and so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up as well. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up as well. Your testimony and your avenue is what reaches people through secular music mm -hmm. and points them to Christ. And so I think that it's a great avenue. I think what you're doing is awesome in your ministry, and I support it. And I say keep going. Mm -hmm. Great. It's, it's really, really cool. I'm really interested, and I want to keep going with the interview so you can give us a little bit more information about what you've been doing. Sure, sure. So so we started about, I guess it was about six weeks ago. I've really kind of taken a little bit of a break since the kids have gone back to school. But I started doing what was called the daily downbeats. And what we were really looking at is creating what was called the daily downbeat. And in music, you know, the, the downbeat is an accented beat, and it's usually the first beat of the bar. And so what we're looking at is starting off a day with the daily downbeat. And what we normally do is take like a song, and it, it's usually a well-known secular song, and we just apply scripture to it. And for instance, so Walk on Water was a Creedence Clearwater Revival song from like 1968, I believe. And in that song, it's it's talking about, you know, a, a man that sees this uh, apparition on the water coming towards him. And, and to make a long story short, it's really the, the dialogue of Peter and Christ on the water, so to speak. And the song doesn't necessarily point that out completely. But there's enough there in the song to say, look, this is what this is talking about. This is where we see this in scripture. And, you know, we kind of go from there. The another one to kind of point out is the greatest love of all, like we talked about from Whitney Houston. Uh, we've done Where the Streets Have No Name by U2. And, you know, so there is enough music out there that has that narrative that you can pull biblical truth out of and and just give it like a five to six minute you know day daily devotional so to speak that just starts somebody's mm -hmm. day off and we really really kind of noticed that that was really you know you know 50 to to, to 2,000 views depending on what the song is and I'm just hoping that that little nugget is enough to keep somebody thinking during the day that you know, I never thought about this song in that way, or I never thought about the, you know, that particular verse being looked at that way. And it's it's really more of a narrative that we're wanting to start. And it's not just a narrative between us and other people, but it's a narrative between them and their creator. And just that thought process, you know, believe it or not, there's there's a Black Sabbath song from like you know, 1971, and we're talking about Ozzy Osbourne here, who was like the poster child of evil in the 80s for people. But in that song, it says in the very first line, have you ever thought about your soul? Can it be saved? And, it, you know, it goes on to say, um, you know, is Christ just a name that you read in a book? 
when you were in school or is he part of you? And, you know, so it's like what I've noticed in music is in some of the most unlikely areas, you actually find humanity searching. And mm-hmm. and instead of just leaving that alone and just, you know, letting somebody hear that and then never talk about it, I want to have the discussion about those things. I want to say, look, let's talk about that. What does that mean to you? And, you know, where where can we go from there? What 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 discussions, what verses, you know, what in the Bible points us to truth about these questions that so many musicians and so many artists are asking, you know? And and so that's really one place that we're really looking at is just, you know, being a source of daily devotionals. Um, of course, we're going to keep the podcast going. The blog that I originally talked about, Fridays with Alice, is a part of this ministry, and that still takes place. Uh, every Friday, there's a blog post that goes out. So it's really songandverseministries.com, and then there's always, uh, excuse me, and there's also FridaysWithAlice.com, but they are both under the Song and Verse platform. So, okay, I want to say you were talking about how you can kind of recognize an artist's music that they're searching, they're seeking for something mm-hmm. a little bit deeper. You know, they like they have that rock star lifestyle, like you're saying, Ozzy Osbourne, and it's like that there's this deep thirst and this deep quench inside of them that they can't even put their finger on and they can't deny it. They can't understand it either, but they can't deny that it's there and you see it in their music. And I think that that's, that's exactly what you're doing is you're taking out those pieces and adding scripture and sure. that's really cool. Sure, and, and it might just be a two-line nugget in a song that mm-hmm. most people would be like, oh my gosh, how can you even, you know, how can you even and listening to that but it's like look at those two lines look at what these two lines have to say and and is this not where a certain amount of humanity is living and are we not supposed to meet them where they're at you know um and and uh, you know there was one other point that you you kind of drove home there that i was gonna i was gonna bring up but uh i think i think that's that really kind of covered it um Another thing that you said that really reminded me is that you make those little, the few minute testimony or the few minute podcasts in the morning you were saying, mm-hmm. what did you call that again? The daily downbeat. The daily downbeat. Okay. And if it's anything like me, when I hear a song or the lyric, like they stay with me, the mm-hmm. lyrics stay with me. And if you make that little video and that little podcast for someone to hear, and maybe that lyric, that what you say, that verse will always stick with them every time they hear that song in the rest of their life. You know? Well, well, and it's funny you bring that up because for me, you know, I, I think some people sometimes get a little lost when somebody starts to do, you know, a podcast or a sermon or just just starts to declare gospel. I think some people are like, oh, this is just a a person being preachy, this is just this, this is just that, Mm -hmm. but it's just as much stuff that I need to hear on a daily basis. You know, the Lord has really taught me through this process that I wasn't quite taking the time that I needed to take with him on a personal level, and and I hate to say it like this, but it's almost forced me to, but it's been an, an awesome experience. It's not like some forced thing, like I'm being made to do it. I want to do it. I, I, you know, am called to this. I, I want this. And I'm noticing the same thing that, you know, if I talk about a certain song or, you know, a certain verse, those verses are being much easier to be, you know, drawn back up in my head, so to speak. I can 
you know, quote scripture better than I ever could before, or, you know, really bring in certain parts of the word and, you know, bring those into everyday conversation, whereas before I probably couldn't do that as well. And um, so, like I said, it's an experience not only for, you know, the viewer or the listener or something of that nature, but it, it, it's an, a transformation that's also going on in my life at the same time. And you guys, I'm sure, have probably experienced the same thing with what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. And would you say that that is the most rewarding thing since starting, uh, launching this podcast would be what you receive from it in your own spiritual life? Or what would you say was the most rewarding? No, I, I, I think that is absolutely it because, you know, um, <laughs> you know, there's certain little steps that you take um, in your faith. And, you know, tithing was one of those for me and my wife. At one point, we were like, you know what? We're not doing this correctly. Let's start doing it. And and when we started doing that particular step, it's like we noticed that we were not concerned about finances the, the way that we used to be. We found that all of our needs were being met. And, and it's it's one of those things where if you start to apply the biblical truth and and what we're taught, life is a little more simpler. It's you know, it's not perfect. There's still struggles. I'm not, you know, going to make that declaration. But when we start to live according to his will, we start to find that there is way more peace in life than there was just trying to live it on our own. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think I think that's that's where I would kind of go, um, you know, with that sort of narrative, so to speak. Is just yeah, I can definitely agree with that yeah. in my life as well. That things just kind of line up mm-hmm. a little bit better when you're following the the law, you know, the law of God, of course. Yeah, and and when you're seeking Him, you know, when you're when you're seeking Him, He's going to provide you that roadmap. And if you're not quite asking for that, then uh, you're just trying to do it blindly, so to speak, or with your own um, mind and intellect, and that's just not. It's not the same, and, and really, really, uh, you know, uh, it it falls for me. And and see, I I tell you that, of course, here here we go. I'm being tested here, trying to quote a verse to you. I can't remember the exact verse in, in Proverbs that it's like you know, lean not on your own understanding because you're not doing it. You can't do it in the same manner that he can provide you with, so to speak. And so I've really, really that one I've taken to heart quite a bit because there's so many times when we feel like we should be able to say exactly what's going on, but it's best to just say, you know what, I'm going to give it up to you, Lord, and you take the reins, so to speak, you know. It's been a great time to test our faith during the coronavirus and the pandemic. Absolutely. Definitely have to lean on him in this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, is there any other future podcasts that you have planned, any episodes, any interesting songs or topics that you would like to tell the listeners about? You know, not particularly. We, we, we've, we've got some missionaries from um, the Dominican Republic that, you know, they're, they're kind of quarantined right now up back in the States, and they're going to be on. Uh, in his episode, we'll be talking about Thad Cockrell's a country of my own, which is a, a singer songwriter that I had never really even heard of, but Thad is a believer. Um, but, uh, but the guy's name's Jeff Rogers. And, and you know, one of the cool things about a lot of this is it's, it's united me with people from my past, present, and people that I've never known. 
that are doing some pretty incredible things and giving me the opportunity to speak with them. Um, you know, we just spoke with Alice Cooper's daughter, Calico, last week. And, you know, to hear her testimony and to hear, you know, the transformation that's happening in her life was, was you know, phenomenal. Um, Oz Fox's wife, who is Annie Loper. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, Oz Fox is the guitarist for the band Striper, um, and she's going to come and give her, her testimony at, at, at some point. We're going to talk a little bit about her ministry, um, and she works with the uh, prostitute community out in Las Vegas, trying to get them off the streets and getting, you know, get them, uh, you know, walking with Christ. Um, we'll be speaking with Dale Thompson soon, who is a lead singer. Uh, for a band known as Bride from back in the day. They're a Christian rock band. Um, and then we, we, there's another interesting guest that'll be on soon um, that's named Narda Michael Walden, and I still need to get in touch with him. But I worked with him and his production team on a project called The Great Gospel Show, Narda's Great Gospel Show. And for anybody that doesn't know who Narda Michael Walden was, uh, he was Whitney Houston and Aretha Franklin's producer, and wow. he's got a, a pretty amazing story to tell. And he's started this project of just, you know, singing and declaring the gospel through song, and linked up with, I think it was called the Edwin Hawkins Edwin Hawkins Singers that did Oh Happy Day back in like 1971. And uh, you know, the, the interesting thing I've learned is there was a Jesus movement in that early that late 60s early 70s time period where a lot of top 40 music pointed straight to christ and straight to the gospel you know you had uh spirit in the sky oh happy day uh hand in the hand of the man um and you know even the song signs we talked about which um wasn't necessarily a gospel song but had that connotation written in it and it was like Top 40 music was unafraid to talk about Christ at that point. And, and so it's amazing to see what those top 40 songs did for some of those people during that time frame and what they were able to pull from quote unquote secular music that wasn't afraid to talk about faith, you know? So it's been an Hopefully interesting, get back to that swing one of these days. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful and I feel like, it, we're ripe for it. We're ripe right now for, you know, people seeking and not finding the answers in the world. And and I really feel like revival is coming. And I, I hope that that feeling is, is, is truth, you know, soon. So. Yeah. And with the pandemic, like I've mentioned a couple of times, that it's definitely caused us to ask questions and mm -hmm. to seek for something more. Absolutely. And in a weird way, God is definitely using that. Mm -hmm. to, to reach some of his people. Well, and, and one thing I've even noticed with the pandemic is just how people have treated each other. You know, there's even this little bit of a respect level that wasn't quite the same as what it might be now. Um, you know, people being cognizant of, you know, the whole social distancing thing, wearing masks, uh, just being a little bit more politer than they may have been before. And, you know, like you were saying, I think a certain amount of that is probably, uh, you know, people asking questions, you know, is life, life's more than just, 
you know, us doing our everyday routine. It's, it's about treating people a little bit better too. So hopefully that keeps continuing to spill over a little bit. So I hope so. Well, again, Todd, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And where can the listeners find you? I'm going to put a few links below, but you have a YouTube page and what else did you have? So we have a few different avenues you can find us on. On, on social media, we're actually listed pretty prominently in Facebook. If you go to facebook.com slash song and verse, or just search for song and verse ministries up in the, in the top there, you can find our page listed there. Uh, we actually have song and verse ministries.com, which uh, has all the podcasts listed there. And we'll be putting up our playlists and songs that we've covered in the daily downbeat and all those type of scenarios up in there as well. And we also are on YouTube as well. If you search for Song and Verse Ministries on YouTube, or the exact link is uh, youtube.com slash C slash Song Verse Ministries. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, with the name Song and Verse Ministries, you can't always have that, you know, the, the name you exactly want. So you, you kind of have to go with what you what you can find. Mm -hmm. But if you search for us at, you know, Song and Verse Ministries on YouTube, you'll, you'll definitely find our channel. And um, and like I said, Facebook's probably about the best. We do have a Twitter. You can find us at Song and Verse 316. And where that comes from is Colossians 316. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through songs, hymns, and psalms from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. And so, you know, that's really kind of where we, we pull this vision from is that, that verse. So, yeah, sounds great. I saw that on your website, the the Colossians three sixteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Todd, again, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I'm really encouraged by this today, and if I can have you in the podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and again, thank you so much for having us on. This has been great, uh, dear Heavenly Father, um, our 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 Daddy in heaven. We we just. We give you so much praise and honor, Lord. We, we, we thank you so much for the arts of expression and the, the ability to, um, you know, profess your love through song and profess our um, just great and mighty, mighty wonder that you are, that we're able to express to you how much we love you and how much we are thankful for the, the road and the path that you have placed us on. And we ask that you take the words of this podcast and the words of Song and Verse Ministries and the words of all of those speaking your word and bring you eternal glory through them. And let, our, let, the, let your Holy Spirit come down and reign upon us and through us to, to you know, exalt your word and bring it to all corners of this world, Lord. And, and we just ask you know, that you continue to guide the hearts, minds, and souls of humanity as we struggle through pandemics, elections, uh, strife, unrest, famine, you know, everything in this world that's going on that is a detriment, we ask that you would flip it on its head and, and reveal your grace, your mercy, and your righteousness. Um, and we just, we really ask that, Lord, and we really ask that, that you just, you know, come upon us and continue to guide us all as we walk in our ministries. And we just praise this 
we just ask that you uh, do this in Christ's name, Lord, and thank you so much. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.